is wrong on so many levels. Education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Oh. Yeah. He's got jokes, ladies it's and gents. Because it's a silent voice. It's. Yeah. It's, get, it's the. Because there's nothing. Can we restart. <laughs> No, I think that's the best way to do it. I think he did it. it One it's not going to get better. It's going to be some weird cryptic reference from the 60s otherwise. So. Yeah. See, we, uh, behind the scenes, we are uh, very worried that Brendan's computer will crash at any second. <laughs> and that was a very mean prank to play on us as soon as we started recording. Oh, oh no, my wow. computer's going <laughs> to... No. <laughs> I legitimately thought up. that was the most perfectly timed uh, way for the computer to be like, fuck this, I'm out. You know what? This podcast isn't worth it and it self destructs. <laughs> it feels like that sometimes. Aww. Uh, but it but. was a goof because we're watching A Silent Voice. Yeah. yeah. So it's a goof. We're, we're watching another movie this week. Mm-hmm. We've film. We've been burned by so many series lately. <laughs> decided to uh, just forego that medium entirely. <laughs> it's exactly. done. It's just movies now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this was your pick this week, Dana. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? 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 What's your history with it? Nothing. I've just heard very good things about it. Um, I know. I know what it's about vaguely, but like I don't know exactly what it's about. Um, but I've always I've been interested in watching it because I like a good anime film. You are a cinema goer Ooh. of yes. the uh, <laughs> Japanese persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you love Japanese films, all the samurai films, all of them. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> On loop every day. Playing it. Uh, <laughs> Brendan, do you know anything about this movie? probably about the same as Dana. I, I kind of got a basic idea of the plot and I remember when it came out, it had some buzz because I think it came out not too long after your name. So mm-hmm. it was two like, big emotional anime movies that got like wildly popular, like even in the states. So it was kind of like, oh, hey, check this out. You know, anime's not just tits and monsters. Which, mm. you know, <laughs> last episode, uh. we covered that. Yeah. So. Uh, the release of this, uh, U.S. release, I should say, was October 20th, 2017. So, mm. within the, the last same two year. years. Oh. Neat. Same year as your name. Your name came out in uh, in the States in April of 2017. Oh, okay. Convenient. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. your name in April. Great. <laughs> Great stuff. No. Oh. <laughs> this is a different anime. I think they're the same. Uh, so yeah, I know I know uh, just about the plot, and I know it's supposed to be like uh, beautifully animated and uh, wonderful score. But that's that's about it. I don't know too much, and th- this was also on my list to watch eventually. Mm. Well, let's let's get that pencil ready to cross it off because we're about to watch the whole thing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, correct. I am not crying. (laughs) One of us is crying. Nani. I'm crying. Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, but, uh, I, I haven't really been saying how I feel about this movie because I don't like it very much. Oh, okay. Oh. Get that out right up top. That sucks. I, 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 I wanted to, <laughs> well, I, I was being cagey about it because I knew uh, that uh, y- you liked it, <laughs> so I wanted to uh, talk about it on here. <laughs> mm. So we'll and just we'll blindside me it, but... and make me especially sad. That's fine. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Surprise! Fight us, take on us. Start swinging at the bell. Ding ding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I should rephrase this. Um, I think this is a very uh, beautifully well made movie. I think the message is uh, questionable. Bad. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll 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 get, get into, into it. it. Okay. So, uh, movie starts. We have a boy, and he's making plans. He has a calendar uh, that has deadlines on it. Uh, one is to quit his job. Another wants to go to the bank. Um, which I mean, I know are signs of like wrapping things up so um yeah content warning talk of suicide um so he's shown on a bridge and he crosses off a day that says final day and he gets up on the bridge um and he well i think in his mind he gets up on the bridge but he doesn't actually do that um Mm -hmm. and he's like distracted Mm -hmm. by some kids doing some fireworks and then we get like an opening um which is him just hanging out with all of his friends just a bunch of kids elementary school kids and the opening leads up to this day at school when a new girl is there transfer student um check she's yep she's very cute and shy and the teacher tells her to introduce herself to the class she does not do so He taps her on the shoulder, she gets out a notebook, and she has notes on it that says, my name is Shoko, if you want to talk to me, use this notebook, because I can't hear. Um, And all of the kids in class are pretty like, oh, because I guess they've never met a deaf kid before. (laughs) Nani, she she just like gets to know some of the girls in the class, they're pretty nice to her to start out. Her nickname is Shochan, which they say is the same nickname as the boy we saw earlier. His name is Ishida. His last name is Shoya. So he's Shochan also. Um, yay. What a coincidence. Um, and then we're pretty much just shown her in several different scenes having a really hard time at school because they're just not accommodating her disability. Um, there's a girl named Now who... Um, at first, is very helpful to her. She takes her notebook and she writes stuff down for her during class. Um, there's a moment where uh, they're reading out loud in class and the teacher still has her do it because she can talk, like most deaf people. They can talk. Um, and because uh, she can't hear herself, it's not perfect. And uh, then when Ishida goes, he makes fun of her, which is shitty. Dick move, um, child. Yep. Um, and she's 
having trouble making friends. Uh, we're shown her after school with now and like a couple of other girls. And now is just like, we're leaving by Shoko. And she's just by herself. And then Ishida comes up and she signs to him that she wants to be friends. And he, uh, she says it too. And he calls her weird and throws dirt in her face. So that's cool. Another dick move. Another dick move. Off to Strong a great start. start. Off to a good start. A very likable um, character. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the teacher tells everybody that they're going to start taking some time out of every morning to learn sign language so everybody can talk to talk to Shoko easier. And now is like, why do we have to do that? Writing is easier for me. And then there's one girl that gets up and she's like, I want to learn it. Um, and her name is Sahara. And then there's just, like, more shit of them ridiculing her. Um, and uh, he writes something on the board. I think I missed something. Because mm-hmm. he writes something about how she took Sahara away. Did Sahara leave the school for some reason or another? Yeah, I I also missed what they were trying to get at with this. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> No clue. Cool. He wrote addressed. something mean it's... on the chalkboard is what it boils down to. Yeah. It just comes up later, so, like, I missed something. Um, and he erases mm. it as she walks in, and he's like, oh, no, someone did this. How rude. Um, and then she writes, thank you, which is sad because he's a jerk. He's the one that um, did Children are yep. awful. Children are awful. Uh, and then... Um, she has hearing aids and, uh, they kind of start making fun. They don't kind of start making fun of her for it. They do make fun of her for it. He yells in her ears and starts taking them out and like just fucking throwing them. (sighs) Um, and then one day he rips them out of her ears and she starts bleeding. Like he pulled on her earlobe. Um, and he's called to the principal's office because assault and, as he's leaving the school with his two friends, she's waiting for him. And uh, he's like, what do you want? And then, <coughs> sorry. She holds up her notebook and it says, I'm sorry, which made me very sad. Um, and she wants to, she just wants to be his friend so bad. And he's just the worst. Um, and then he tosses her notebook in the pond. And the next day she's not there. And the principal is in their class saying, like, she's not in class today because she's her mom found out she's getting bullied. Like, you guys are fucking up her hearing aids, which are very expensive. Uh, who done it? And the teacher the is just it? like, Ishida, I know it's you. Like, you're the worst. You did this. <laughs> You've openly um, done it in class in front of me. I know it's you. Yeah. I know it's you. Also, um, I'm a shitty teacher that doesn't give a shit, so um, I've just sort of let it happen and get to this point. It's true. So far, everyone kind of sucks here, except um, for, like, these two girls. <laughs> uh, but so Ishida is kind of trying to be like, oh, well, you guys, you guys make fun of her, too. But it's just, you know, it's just that thing of he's the one who got caught and everyone else is just saying, like, well, yeah, but we told you to stop, even though... They didn't. Um, yeah. And then um, the school calls his mother. He gets home. Um, and she tells him, get ready. Like, we're going to go see Shoko and her mom. And she sees... They go see her. Uh, 
and his mom gives uh, Shoko's mother money to replace the hearing aids. Um, and then Shoko is, like, with her, but, like, adjacent to the scene. She's off feeding some pigeons. So Ishida kind of sneaks up behind her and tries to be sneaky, but the birds fly off. We don't really see them have a conversation. Um, but yeah, after this, he starts getting bullied. Um, for one reason or another, I guess because kids suck. And there's one day where, uh, he goes into the classroom and sees Shoko wiping the tape, wiping his desk off. And he's like, what are you doing? And it's evident that she just didn't want him to see whatever someone had wrote. She thinks she's returning the favor for him doing that for her. Um, and then he just starts fighting her physically, which was sad. And she pushes him down and gets on top of him. And he's like, like, he says, you always have this look on your face. Like, just say what you're thinking. And she says, I'm trying my best. And that made me sad. And that was the first time I cried. It was like the first time I teared up. Yeah, that was a rough scene. Yeah. Um, and then after that altercation, Shoko transfers. And there's a time jump. Woo. Uh, Ishida (laughs) is, uh, at another school and he is there to find Shoko and, uh, he sees her and he's like, Hey, do you remember me? And she's just like, (laughs) and runs away, which is fair because he naturally physically fought her the last time they saw each other. Um, but he's, he chases after her, um, and he wants to return a notebook, and uh, he, like, hands it to her and signs, you forgot this. Um, and she, like, signs to him, like, why do you know sign language? And he says, I learned it. Like, I just wanted to learn it. Um, and then he asks if they can be friends, and she cries. <laughs> um, and then we jump to the day after he tried to commit suicide. Um, he goes downstairs for breakfast. His mom looks exactly the same from his childhood. Um, doing great mom she yeah she thanks him for the money because he left money on her pillow um, and then she asks him why he tried to kill himself and he just says like I've been through a lot lately and she was just like I knew it like I knew something was wrong like why don't you talk to me um, and she picks up the money and she holds a lighter to it and she's like if you you have to promise me that you're not going to try some shit like that again or I'm going to burn this money you worked so hard for and he's just like, okay, I'm very, very sorry, mommy. Um, and then she burns it by accident. Oops. So um, I, I want to uh, talk about this real quick. Because uh, this also solidifies why I think he's such a piece of shit. Um, mm. So they say 1.7 million yen. Which yeah. I did the uh, <laughs> conversion rate. Is almost $16,000. Oh! Yeah. So, it's sort of built up as light childhood bullying, but my dude cost this deaf family $16,000 in damages. Well, was that that directly the money he cost them, and that's what he was paying back? Or was it just a general, like, Yeah, uh, because when when they go to... uh, When his mom drags him to apologize... Uh, she gives the mom money to pay back for all of the multiple hearing aids that he trashed, which cost $16,000. Okay, I, I knew she gave him the money, but I wasn't sure if it was directly, like, 
he's paying back exactly how much he cost her, or it was just like a general like, hey, I'm going to kill myself. Here's all the money I have to make up for just everything. Yeah, well, yeah, you said I that it's... I owe you, uh, so yeah. I believe it's a direct correlation to that. Okay, Whew, that's a sp- I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it's a lot of money. And um, the other thing I I want to just while I'm <laughs> talking about this, number one, uh, <laughs> a, a felony <laughs> damage charges for like destruction of property is anything over five hundred dollars, at mm-hmm. least in the U.S. So uh, mm-hmm. this kid would have had felony like hate crime charges against him for targeting this deaf woman in her class but light bullying is the gist yeah. we get yeah. it ain't great kids are shitty it ain't great and especially uh they talk this about goes it and beyond we kids get kids are shitty though i think yeah <laughs> kids yeah. are real shitty uh which is why i don't like it cuz i don't give a sh- shit about this piece of shit um <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the reason he started getting bullying, they say later on he has eye contact issues, which, yeah, uh, uh, I, I get that. Um, but also, a lot of the bullying we see in the him being bullied montages are him being bullied for being such an asshole to this person he drove out of school. A lot of the graffiti mm-hmm. and stuff are like, jerk, you fucking asshole. So, uh... That is uh, some of the bullying stuff he gets to, and will feed into more stuff I don't like later on. <laughs> but I just want to establish that while it's still relevant. Great. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so he. Um, Sorry, I have feelings about this movie. <laughs> clearly. So he's going back to school. Uh, mm-hmm. He explains that um, him taking that notebook to Shoko was supposed to be like a last act of courage. Um, he reveals that like once they graduated from elementary school and moved on to middle school his friends kind of dumped him and like told everybody not to talk to him because he's crazy um and we have this visual of him his in his eyes just like x's being over everyone's faces because he just doesn't want to look he just ignores them all he doesn't want to look at them he can't look at them he doesn't want to deal with it um and he also, while sitting in class, has this moment of, like, making things up that people are saying about him, saying, like, that he's crazy and asking why he's alive and stuff. Um, and he's eating lunch alone, and he's, like, wondering when he can see Shoko again, because he really wants to. He goes home, and his mom apologizes for accidentally burning the money, and then she says that she wouldn't have wanted to use that money anyway, because he raised it specifically to kill himself, which would have made her feel gross. Um, the next day he's parking his bike at school and he's walking toward the school when he sees this kid with really fluffy hair, very Steven Universe-esque. I was Um, thinking that. He's like a little squad, a little fro. (laughs) And it has like a slight green tint to it. So it's slight Steven Universe Deku vibes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, uh, someone comes up to him and it's like, let me use your bike. I forgot something at home. And he's like, nah, this is my bike. You cannot use it. Um, and they kind of start fighting each other and he's calling for help. And then Ishida goes over and he says, do you want to just use my bike? And the guy's like, yeah. So he steals his bike. Naturally. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and he has to walk home. And he's thinking, I have to find like a natural way to see Shoko again. I can't just go see her. It would be weird. 
So he finds God, divine intervention. God, I was going to say God intervention. That's not. He <laughs> sees. Jesus pops out with um, a coupon. Hey, what up? <laughs> Hello. Uh, there's a coupon <laughs> for some bread. And he's like, oh, she likes to feed the fish bread. I'll bring her some bread. So he Brilliant. gets to the school. <laughs> he gets to her school and there's a kid standing at the door and very is Scott here? He just left. <laughs> because um uh he's like, Can I see Shoko? And the the kid is just like, She's not here. And he's like, I can see her, she's over there. And they're just like She ain't no. here. And they close the door. She's not here. Um and uh He's walking home, and um, Fluffy Hair Boy is there with his bike. He's like, I found your bike. I looked all over for it. I found it abandoned in a rice field. Here you go, friend. My name is Nagasuka, I think. Nice to meet you. Um, and his, the X falls off of his face, because now he's a friend. Because he did this <gasps> thing for Ishida, and, and now he's comfortable with him. So he's a friend. Okay. Um, also, I looked at my notes, and yes, uh, that name is correct, Nakasuka. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, they go to the movies together. They're just, like, having a chill time. They get food, and Ishida is like, what does it mean to be friends? Like, what are the qualifications of having a friend? And Nagasuka is a very funny guy. He, like, grabs a French fry <laughs> and dips it in some ketchup so it looks like a cigarette. And he's just like, my dude. There are no qualifications for being friends. Friendship transcends words and logic, my man. <laughs> um, and he was starts calling scene? him Yasho, which I also love. That nickname, yeah, it was at this scene. I was like, this is the biggest dork I've ever seen, and I love him. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Finally, a Squishy. character I like. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like Shoko? She's going I through do. Some it shit. was a joke. <laughs> okay. Um,. So uh, Ishida tries to go see Shoko again, but the same little kid is blocking the way. And he's like, this kid that we at this point assume is a boy says, uh, I'm going out with Shoko. And Ishida just accepts this. He's just like, oh, (laughs) yeah, okay. All right. (laughs) That makes sense. Sure. Um, And then the kid says, if you're here, like to be selfish and get some kind of like self-satisfaction out of this, you should leave. It just, yeah. Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> in yes. my eyes, the movie ended right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Nagasuka is there and he grabs the kid and he's like, hey, fucker, my buddy <laughs> wants to see this girl. <laughs> Let him see the girl. So they're causing a scene and then all of the people that are in the classroom like come over to watch and Ishida makes eye contact with Shoko. And he's like, and he yeets himself out of there. And uh, uh, Shoko follows him. And they're having a signed conversation down by this, the river where she feeds the fish. And the kid that is supposedly going out with Shoko has a camera. So uh, he's like zoomed in on their hands and uh, is translating the conversation for Nagasuka. And uh, Ishida says, like, I wasn't sure if it was okay for me to come see you but I want to be your friend. And she says, I want to be your friend. Um, And then he gives her the bread and they feed the fish together. And she pulls out the notebook he gave her 
and like opens it to read it and he's like no never mind I don't want you to read it and uh, they like struggle over it and it falls in the water and then she jumps in the water to get it um, and then he jumps in too and uh, they get out and he apologizes for that and gives it back to her and then they part ways for the day Ooh. Uh, so yeah uh, I'll I'll pick up from here uh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, <laughs> Uh, the next day at school, it turns out the kid that was so protective was uh, taking pictures and uh, posted all over social media, uh, uh, Shoya jumping into the river, and he gets suspended for, like, improper behavior or whatever. Things uh, like trespassing. So he's... They're, like, not supposed to jump in that river or something. Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it was, like, against student conduct. Uh <laughs> Which is being an idiot all wet and stuff. Uh, so he's uh, suspended. Uh, his mom tells him to go pick up his sister at school. And when uh, he does, he s- hears someone in like the uh, park like play tunnel thing. And he goes in and it's, it's the kid. It's the kid that was taking pictures. Uh, uh, we learn that their name is Yuzaru. Uh... Or Yuzuru, uh, yeah. and uh, they—they're uh, still mad about stuff. Uh, and Shoya is—or sorry, I should say Yuzuru is still mad at Shoya, but Shoya doesn't really care that the picture got him suspended. Uh, so rather than sleeping in the slide, uh, uh, decide. Uh, Shoya decides to uh, take him, uh, take them home at, for a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that night, uh, uh, Yuzuru is staying over and uh, goes out in the rain. Uh, Shoya follows, gives him sh- shoes. So they are out in the rain, uh, and it turns out that. Uh, Yuzuru had a fight with uh, Shoko, and that's why they were gone. And uh, uh, questions uh, Shoya's motivations for trying to reconnect with Shoko. And Shoya's like, hey, I know I'm a bad person. I know I don't deserve anything, but I'm trying here. Uh, trying here, man. And then, suddenly, we learn that Yuzuru is actually Shoko's sister, and not her boyfriend at all. (gasps) (laughs) Which, number one, I, uh, before they established, (laughs) when we first get them in the classroom, uh, they just say, Shoko is my girlfriend. And I was like, yes, (laughs) she is gay. Perfect. Great. No. (laughs) Because they hadn't established Yuzaru as the boyfriend yet. They just said, Shoko's my girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, yes, finally. That's what I thought. That's what I thought too. Um, but also earlier, yeah. uh, Maria, the younger child of uh, Shoyo's uh, house, was like, "Oh, bye, mom." And you see their mom or her mom go off to work, and I was like, "Oh, but Shoyo's mom's still here." And I was like, "Oh, two moms, yeah." And we find out <laughs> no, Maria's actually too. Shoyo's. Maria's actually Shoyo's uh, niece. It's his sister's yeah. kid. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. that kept fucking me up. That relation. That whole family dynamic, I was so confused. Because we don't see uh, half of them for most of the movie, so it's just, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we get the big uh, reveal that uh, Yuzaru is the sister. Uh, they get to the house, and uh, uh, Shoko and Yuzuru's mom comes out and recognizes uh, Shoya as the boy who was the worst, and, of course, slaps him in the face. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go... Well, he leaves, and then uh, uh, Yuzuru and the mom go inside, and the mom's like, hey, don't hang out with that piece of shit. And Yuzuru, or Yuzuru, fuck, I- Sister. I first misheard it as Yuzabu. (laughs) So my notes are just going back and forth. So (laughs) I'm just trying to translate my own handwriting in real time. This way Um, I give everyone nicknames. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, little gay sister <laughs> is, uh, yeah, is like, well, uh, I can decide who I want to hang out with, so I don't care. I'm not going to tell Shoko to not hang out with anyone. Uh, so, uh, uh, the next day, uh, Shoya introduces uh, Nakasuka to Shoko and Yuzuru, and uh, tries to get... Uh, uh, Shoko's phone number, but uh, says it so vaguely that uh, Shoko is like, oh, I actually want the phone number of uh, one of our elementary school friends, uh, who was not the meanest person in elementary school, but someone who's still uh, a bully. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. They learn that she goes Sahara, to a distant school. Or, she wanted Sahara's phone number. I don't think Sahara would ever bullied her. With with the time jump, I lost track of who was who in the <laughs> elementary uh, school. So I I guess yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Sahara's uh, a good person. She's the one that wanted to learn sign language, right? Yeah. Yeah, I now realize that after being told so. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. They go to visit her. She uh, is going to school in a distant city. So. Uh, uh, Shoko and Shoya go and travel, and they find her and learn that she uh, learned sign language and is super friendly and immediately jumps back into being friends um, and apologizes for what happened and all the bullshit that happened in elementary school. Uh, so while they're catching up, uh, uh, Shoya feels super guilty and all that and uh, walks away and passes uh, Noka, who was the extra me- mean girl in elementary school. Uh, I'm gonna correct you now. They, her name is Ueno, but they call her Now. That's I'm gonna it. correct you right now. Her name is Bitch. I just wrote yeah. Bitch. That's I true. Never bond- She's the fucking She worst. doesn't deserve a name. I hate her. She doesn't deserve a name. No, See, I didn't bad. really pay attention to anyone's name in the elementary school. I'm just learning all of their, like, adult, what well, adult, high school <laughs> names. Gotcha. Uh, but I wrote Naoka, uh, but now, yeah. Now, yeah, uh, whatever. So yeah, uh, uh, Shoko wants to, or uh, I forget who wants them to reconnect, but Shoya or Shoko wants uh, now to be uh, at least reconnected somewhat. Uh, they visit her at the cat cafe that she works at. She sees them and hides. Uh, so they end up not connecting. And 
uh, Shoya is like, oh, I wouldn't want to hang out with me either. <laughs> Self-loathing. <laughs> um, so we see Shoko at the doctor, and uh, she's uh, getting news, uh, and uh, Shoya gives uh, Yuzaru a cat to give her that like a little purse that he picked up at the cat cafe and she's crying in her room. Um, but I, I believe the news was that she got like a new, or she lost hearing in one ear, but, uh, got like a new hearing aid in the other and is able to verbally communicate a little bit. This was also Mm -hmm. left as subtext. So I don't know the exact, uh, change that happens here. Yeah, I was kind of confused by yeah, this. Yeah, the way I just saw it was like, is that she's just gonna like fully lose her hearing eventually? Like that's just how I read it. Probably, yeah, you know. That's why yeah, because I was confused because she is being more verbal than previously, but they do note uh, that one hearing aid is gone. So I assume she completely lost hearing in one ear, and mm. I don't know, maybe is trying to v- verbally communicate, overcompensate. I- this is all <laughs> subtext. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so uh, later on, uh, now uh, actually meets up with uh, Shoya and uh, sees Shoko across the street buying something and is like, oh, that deaf idiot. <laughs> We're still making oh fun of her, God. right? <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> and... Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Shoya is now like, oh no, uh, yeah. uh, so Shoko comes over to meet them and now jumps right back into bullying her and takes her hearing aid and Shoya is like, <laughs> hey, I'm changed now. And, uh, now is like, oh, she's your girlfriend. You only care because she's your girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> this but, is- yeah. This is when she started out as mean girl in my notes, and this is when she elevated to just straight up bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think, as you get older and mature as a person, you would think, wow, I really shouldn't have made fun of that deaf girl in my class. Nope. <laughs> nope. She <laughs> just did didn't not cross pick her up mind. on that lesson. Nope. Nope. As soon uh, as she saw her again, she was like, <laughs> Old habits. <bitch. laughs> old habits. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Uh, the next day after the bullying they go to see the carp uh, Shoko is wearing her hair up uh, for the first time and you can like see, see the hearing aid and she's speaking uh, Shoyo is thrown off by this and uh, asks if she can sign which me- immediately makes her self conscious because basically what he's saying is your voice is weird because you're deaf uh, and uh she gives him a gift that uh, she got the previous day, and uh, in her voice, she says, I like you, but he cannot make out the words uh, that she's trying to say, so he thinks she's talking about the moon, uh, and so he uh, offends her, and she runs away and is all embarrassed. Because uh, she confessed her feelings and he uh, didn't understand her. Um, so the next day at, in class, he goes up to one of the other people from elementary school he hasn't talked to basically since then. Uh, and is like, hey, so 
why do girls change their hair? <laughs> there has to be a single answer, right? <laughs> One reason. Uh, well, he overhears them talking before he talks to them. Uh, she walks in and she, they hear all the other girls like, oh, you changed your hair. You got a date? Do you like somebody? And throwing out these suggestions of why she might have changed her hair. And that's what makes him think like, oh, is that why uh, Shoko changed her hair? And that's enough for him to get up and ask him. Hmm. Uh, but she is like, yeah, there's many reasons. It's not always about a guy. Uh, but also, uh, this other classmate, uh, wants to hang out with you. Uh, so they, they bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they, uh, gather up. They're all, they're all being chums, actually trying to have high school friendships. Uh, so it's, uh, basically every character we've mentioned so far, uh, goes to an amusement park. It's... Uh, Shoya, Shoko, Yuzuru, uh... Steven uh, Universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steven Universe, uh, and Bitch, for bitch. some... Why is she For there? some reason. Who invited her? Because I don't think it was Ishida. I think it was yeah, Shoko, maybe, know. trying to, like... Because it's, like, a bunch of, like, the grade school kids. Again, they're like, oh, everyone should be the... I don't know. It could have yeah, been... It could have been the blonde girl. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they... Go on a roller coaster, we get some enlightening, like, hey, don't judge things until the end, uh, heavy-handedness. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, see uh, Shoya is actually having the realization that he's having fun for the first time and is still feeling guilty, like, I don't deserve to have fun. Um, so uh, he and the bitch girl <laughs> decide to go get food. Uh, they go to the concession stand, and the person working it is one of the old friends that turned on Shoya, and uh, he's now feeling all weird again because he remembers about what a dick he was. And bitch girl is like, "Oh, I thought you would want to reconnect." Are you, you were mad friends at and me? We're doing that. <laughs> I was doing you a favor. You should be happy. Yeah, Ugh. and basically just goes into the uh life was so much simpler before death gr- death death girl <laughs> showed up and ruined everything uh cuz you got weird and every everyone feels weird uh it's all death girl's fault man fuck this bitch <laughs> she sucks so hard uh yeah <laughs> and uh, she uh, goes and red she's alert, like, alert. hey, I really want to take happened. Shoko on this Ferris wheel. Uh, you and me, alone, on. go on this Ferris oh, wheel. Shit. Sounds like a great idea, especially after I was saying how much better things would be if you were never on it. Let's go on this very tall object, huh? <laughs> um, and Yuzuru is like, hey, uh, uh, hey, Shoko, take my camera and maybe take some pictures. <laughs> and... They leave, and then after the amusement park, they, uh, uh, Yuzuru and Shoya meet up, and, uh, Yuzuru is like, hey, I snuck, I was basically just rolling the camera the entire time, you really need to see what happened, uh, and we see that on the Ferris wheel, uh, Bitch Girl was like, hey, 
you deaf idiot, why do you have to ruin everything? Everything's your fault. And then just, like, attacks her. And, yeah, that's basically where uh, where we get to the third half. <laughs> the third act. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm just going to call her sister because I'm going to butcher the name if I try to pronounce it. Uh, shows you the video, and we basically see... He, he says all he wants is for Shoko to like herself, and he sees just a lot of like self-loathing in her. So he's like, I just, I just want her to. After all the shit I put. And when he's at school, Shoya tells uh, his new friend, he's like the redhead. I just called him Ron. <laughs> saw him and that girl together all the time, so I just called him Ron and Hermione. It's easier. I don't know their names. And he tells That's her fine. About the, yeah, <laughs> he tells him about the video, and he's kind of like, wow. What a bitch. Like, who bullies the deaf kid? He's like, only a douchebag would really be a bully to a deaf kid. And he's just like, Haha, yeah, and like dies inside. And then we yeah, get... Yeah, it's like it's irredeemable and we shouldn't root for this person, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Hold it to the end. And when he gets back into the classroom, um, Hermione, the blonde uh, friend who was like in elementary school with all of them, or middle school or whatever, uh, starts talking to Shoyo. Uh, show you and like starts confronting him about the stuff and like after she finds out about the video and it's kind of like well you were a bully too and he's like no nah, i was just like but like all of us were bullied she's like no i wasn't he's like but you laughed along like you didn't defend her you didn't stop it and then they just kind of got into the tussle and she starts kind of like freaking out and like yelling and kind of draws attention saying like the reason shoko had to change schools is because of you show you you were the bully that really drove her out of school and he's just like i'm gonna barf and runs out because he's getting he's getting the anxiety attack sort of thing again, and he runs out holding his mouth shut. And uh, as he goes out, he just leaves school and just goes on the self reflection thing. And then he ends up at the usual spot on the bridge, and he sees Shoko and her sister there. And uh, while he's there, they're talking a bit, and then everyone else shows up: Stop Steven it. Universe, Ron, and Hermione, uh, Miko. Is, bitch, this uh, is like Smash. <laughs> I had most of their names. <laughs> everyone is here. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's here <laughs> everyone should be here <laughs> and Hermione comes up to show you and apologizes saying like sorry like I kind of like went at you there like I just I had a lot of emotions bottled up and I just they all kind of spewed out and a bitch comes strolling in on her high fucking horse she thinking oh la di da look at me god I hate her so much there's literally no redeeming quality and she comes in saying like we were all guilty of bullying Sh- uh, Shoko you guys didn't stop. You guys made fun of her. I'm the, she's the worst. worst now. Like, cool. And she's the worst. Well, Ishido and, was definitely the worst when they okay, were kids. Right. And uh, she's just causing a scene, kind of saying how everyone sucks. And Shoya just kind of snaps, and he kind of like, goes like in a fetal position on the ground, and just kind of says like, "Why are you trying to bring everyone down to your level? Just because you know you'll never like be at their level, so you have to bring everyone else down. Like that's why everyone doesn't like you." And they're like, oh, wow, hey, that was pretty harsh. And he's like, what are you trying to defend her, Miko? Like, you run away like you always do whenever things get tough. He's like, whoa. Uh, Miko? Uh, God, see, I'm bad with the names. Uh, uh, the one that wanted to learn Cyrus. Oh, the Sahara? Nice Sorry. Miyoko? Sahara? Yeah. I got all, I watched the dub, so yeah, I think we have the names mixed good. up. Sahara. That's me. Yeah, uh, that's, that. I had Miyoko, too. Okay. Um, and then, like, uh, he's like, Hermione, you just love hearing the sound of your own voice. That's why you're always talking so much and putting yourself in these situations that you really don't belong into. And everyone's just kind of like, fucking, whoa, Shuya, like, what the fuck happened with you? And, uh, 
Steven Universe comes up and he's like, hey man, like, you okay? Like, you're kind of snapped. And he's like, what are you doing, like, touching me? We barely even know each other. Like, we didn't know each other, like, a month ago. So why are we, why are you acting like you're my friend? It's just like, all right, I'm going to give you your space because you're clearly working through something. I was like, Good hey, that's, you, that's probably the most emotionally mature thing in this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone just kind of leaves because they're just like, wow, way to fucking shit on the party. And Ron comes up and he's like, hey, man, like, that wasn't cool. And he's just like, what are you even doing here? You're not part of our group. And he's just like, all right, fuck it. I tried to uh, help him. Well, you know, I see what I got me. And he just, like, leaves. And so he kind of just, like, bullies everyone else just, like, by just going real hard on everyone and scares them all off. Uh, so that's just Shoko and her sister there. And he's like, hey, so uh, what are you doing during the summer? Maybe we can hang out. And dude. And just like, fucking dude. Read the room. It's just like, oh, boy. And so uh, Shoko and her sister go back home, and her grandma pulls her sister aside and kind of says, like, hey, I'm worried about you. Like, you're really wrapped up in Shoko's life. Like, don't forget to, like, live for yourself. And her sister's like, grandma, you're doing the same thing. Like, you're learning sign language. She's like, I'm doing that for me. And her sister's like, well, I'm doing this for me. Like, it's the same thing. Grandma's like, ah, you're a good kid. I got two good grandkids. Like, you're good kids. And then we see she has, like, the Shoko's sister has this dream about Shoko and like this dead pigeon or something and freaks out and then like wakes up and we see her in bed with grandma like uh, trying to comfort her back to sleep and then it cuts to uh, Shoyo like out getting bread kind of talking himself up of like hey Shoko how you doing like planning to meet her up again and acting like nothing happened yesterday after he just snapped at everybody and at the bridge he sees uh, her sister in a school uniform crying like further down under the bridge He's like, oh, I should probably say something. Ah, never mind. And kind of, like, turns away, pretending like he didn't see. And she sees him up on the bridge. He's like, hey, show you. What up? Shake it <laughs> out. It's summer, and I'm in a school uniform. Weird. Like, trying to play it, trying to play it off like a normal day. And he's like, yeah, uh, I saw you crying earlier. What's going on? She's like, ah, you don't want to be involved. He's like, yeah, no, I'm worried about you, though. She's like, ah, you and Grandma say the same thing. He's like, yeah, because it's concerning she's like all right fine if you want to come along you can tag along with me he's like okay and they get to this gate uh by like the street and she's like all right i'll see you here and i was kind of confused i was like, is it a boarding school is that why she's in the uniform uh and then as she as show is walking away she comes running back she's like all right i'll be honest with you i'm scared and then uh yeah he comes back and she says she's scared and it's a hard fucking cut to grandma's funeral like yeah. out of nowhere didn't see that mm-hmm. happening and uh, we see that she's in her, like, school uniform because I'm guessing it's the most formal clothing she has. So that's why she's wearing it in the summer. It's just like, oh, boy, that's that's a rough game. Mm-hmm. And show you a Texas Shoko saying, like, hey, you want to go out tomorrow? Like, kind of get your mind off things. And they go off. You see them on a train, and they go to a museum, and they spend the whole day together. And um, they get uh, flashbacks of, like, when they're kids and moments like this. And we see him going up a hill and trip, and Shoko goes to help him. And she apologizes that he's the one that made her unhappy. So now he'll always be unhappy when she's around her currently. Kind of saying, like, because you bullied me when we were kids, and now you're just trying to redeem yourself, so now you'll be unhappy when you're around me now. And he's like, no, that's not true. Like, ah, oh, come on. I, you know, I want to be around you. And then we get uh, a shot of all of his, like, newer friends turning their backs on him, like, in a kind of a day, or kind of in a dream. This shit was sad. This reminded me of uh, the end of Phantom of the Opera when he's singing Masquerade to himself. I don't know if either of you have seen Phantom uh, of the Opera. No, I haven't heard it since I was a wee baby. So <laughs> oh, no. it's... Sorry. 
Okay. Some sad yeah, shit. So he's doing the kind of the same thing. He's like kind of just singing a little song to himself, but he's definitely going through another like depressive episode. He's like, well, there's no turning back. There's no pretending like we could just go back to the way things were and like be happy. So time to double down and he just hangs out with shoko and her sister a bunch and he's like clearly forcing himself to be happy and like real upbeat <laughs> and like, oh it's his i don't feel any it. guilt Look, i'm not unhappy when we hang out see i feel Everything's great fine. this is healthy yeah this basically. is a healthy lifestyle <laughs> basically and he's like oh hey how tomorrow we do this thing and they're like oh no we already got plans he's like oh okay like maybe i can come along and they're like no nah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you can come along. And then we just cut to them in their apartment, in uh, Shoko's apartment, and they're making a cake. It's their mom's birthday. So they want to make her a cake and show you who's helping out. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to gonna try and bounce before your mom gets back, because the last time she saw me, she smacked me upside the face. So uh, I'm going to leave. Your mom yeah. hates me. Because of the multi-thousands of dollars that I cost her. I don't know why. That. And... Uh, <laughs> Shoko and her sister are like, nah, it's fine, you can stay. And as soon as the mom walks back in, she's like, the fuck's he doing here? It's like, uh, okay. She's like, ah, chill, mom. He cool. He can rock. And um, they're having cake that they made, and they're just having like a little birthday dinner sort of thing. And uh, Shoko's mom says, like, oh, uh, Izuru, I submitted your photos to a contest. She's like, what? Uh, yeah, why, why you gotta do that? She's like, oh, Shoko's idea. It's like, ah, come on, I did just something I do for fun, it's not a thing. Then they uh, make plans to go out to see fireworks later, because it's the summer, it's anime, fireworks, gotta see the main girl in the Yukata, check. So that might as well be on the bingo mm-hmm. card at this point. <laughs> and so we see them out like at the festival having you know snacks and stuff, and having a good time, and there's the fireworks. And uh, while they're watching the fireworks, uh, Shoko's sister and her mom get up, and they're just like, oh, hey, let's go get some snacks. Come on, mom. And you leave the two lovebirds alone. Ha, <laughs> ha, Hey. Uh, yeah. Ultimate wingman Yuzu. says, like, oh, Yuzu. thanks for inviting me out. And you know, sorry to, like, kind of impose on your mom's birthday. And Shoko's like, ah, oh, no, nah, she was happy. You know, she's signing. And um, they start talking about, like, oh, well, it's your mom's birthday. When's your birthday? Oh, man, I can't believe I missed it. Like, just missed it a few weeks back. It's like, yeah, next year we got to plan something. He's like, oh, God, I'm planning next year stuff. Like, we're a couple. And he kind of gets, like, nervous. And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, Shuka, like, gets up. He's like, well, I gotta go. I gotta go study. He's like, but it's the sum. You sure? He's like, yeah, I gotta go. And, like, granted, a lot of this is subtext because it's all signed and, and, like, subtitles. So it's just, like, kind of, if you don't know sign language, you're kind of interpreting what she's saying from him. It's like, okay, I, I, I guess I'll see you later. And she leaves the festival to go study. And then her sister and her mom come back, like, oh, what happened? It's like, oh, she just left. It's like, oh, hey, dope. I left my camera at home. Can you go run back to our apartment and get it for me so I can take pictures of the fireworks instead of me going back to get it? And he's like, uh, yeah, okay, weird. So he goes back to their apartment where Shoko <laughs> just went, and he goes in, and, you know, he knocks and everything. He's polite, but he goes in, and he's like, oh, I guess here's the camera. I should make sure it's late charged. And as he turns, he sees uh, Shoko out on the balcony. He's like, huh, wonder what she's doing out there. I thought she was supposed to be studying. And he sees her start climbing up on the railing of the balcony. He's like, oh, fuck. I know what's happening. He's been there. And as he goes to run, he goes to yell at Shoko mm-hmm. and he like trips at the table, at the chair, and he falls over and he gets back up and we see like we see the curtain flapping over the window and we see her standing on the railing and then the curtain flaps over to the camera. When it pulls away, she's gone. Shit. But then we get we get a cut to him like leaning like diving Damn. over the railing, like hanging on, and he grabbed her by the hand at the last minute. So he's still holding her. 
and uh, he's like, t- like trying to pull her back up, like, come on, Shoki, you gotta help me, like, this isn't what we're doing, like, he's praying to God, he's like, God, if you help me out with this, like, I won't run away anymore, I'll start listening to other people's feelings and stuff, like, I'll start looking people in the eyes, like, I'll turn my life around and all this stuff, and uh, he even realizes, like, oh, I never even apologized for the stuff I did as a kid, like, I don't think I ever apologized for scarring her ears from ripping the hearing aids out and all this shit, he's like, ah, come on, God, you gotta help me out, and um, as he's, like, seeing that, you see Shoko, like, reach back up and start pulling herself up onto the balcony, and right as she's getting back over the railing, Shoyo, like, falls and trips over, and he falls off the railing instead. So then we get a shot of him falling, and he falls into, like, the river we've seen earlier, and we see kind of blood pouring out a bit, and then it's just a hard cut to sirens and lights. So, uh, yeah, Shoyo fell off the balcony instead. <laughs> he, he got his wish from earlier. <laughs> Come on, Brendan. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it, this yeah, shit's sad. A sad moment, and then it just cuts to uh, Shoko's sister, like I guess in the hospital waiting room. Um, I think it's not super clear. And Shoyu's mom shows up. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hi, uh, Mrs. Uh, Shoyu's mom. Like, I just wanted to ask how Shoyu was doing and all this stuff." And it's like, "Oh, he's and Shoyu's mom's like seems pretty upbeat considering her son's like in the hospital for falling off how many stories." And she's like, nah, he's better. He's fine now. They took him out of the ICU, so, and he's in got his own room now. Like, he's doing good. And, he's uh, in a coma, yeah, we don't know but that he's right fine. Away, but it's like, oh, yeah, we find out he's in a coma. It's like, wow, she's really upbeat. And, uh, at that, he will live, just not right now. Just not right now. Not quite yet. And at that moment, <laughs> Shoko's mom like walks in. <laughs> and uh, as soon as she uh, sees uh, Shoyo's mom, she just drops down and like begs for forgiveness like, super hard. And like crying, like saying like I'm so sorry, like it's my fault, it's Shoka's fault, like it should. And Shoka, uh, Shoya's mom's like pulling her up, like no, 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 stop it, stop, no, stop begging for forgiveness, like fucking knock it off. It's n- it's no one's fault, like it just it happened. He's fine. Let's move on, sort of thing. And uh, her sister's crying too, and it's just a. And uh, then we cut to we see Shoka outside, and guess what's happening? She's getting bullied a fucking game by bitch, who's just yeah, she just started physically. Hitting her. Beating her like up. Saying, like, it's your fault. For she no fell. reason. Like, if it wasn't for you, he would never be in this situation. It's hitting her. And while she's hitting her, uh, Shoka's mom comes out and just bitch slaps the girl across the face. And then they start fighting. And, like, I know Shoka's mom's trying her best. She seems to hit a lot of people. I just want to acknowledge that. Like, I think as <laughs> soon as we're to introduced to her mom, she just doesn't seem like a great person because i don't know yeah it's not it's never made completely clear Mm -hmm. but in my mind the fact that she was like tell shoko this to yuzu (laughs) it in my mind again is like that she never bothered to learn sign language so like she doesn't know how to talk to shoko you know what i mean so like i was just like oh she's a bad mom got it i mean i think Mm. i'm not mad at her yeah i just think i don't know we don't see nearly enough of her to get a real idea of who she is yeah, she's in maybe, like, five yeah. scenes in this whole movie. Yeah. Because we only ever see her beating <laughs> children. <people. laughs> yeah. So Excuse me, beating Ugh. children who have beat her child. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when she slapped now across the face, I was just like, it's what yeah. she deserves. I said that out loud. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> We've Good. all hit it. Everyone in this movie. She deserves just, it, too. Everyone in this movie fine. besides Shoko needs a swift nothing. I have nothing face. against her beating yeah, up children say, that have beat up her daughter. I like Ron. Um, anyway, uh, as they're <laughs> and fighting, Shoya's mom comes out and, like, pulls them apart, like, what the fuck are you doing? Knock it off. Like, you're, everyone's here <laughs> bitching about my son and, compl- like, trying to see him and, you know, don't be, 
don't be fighting right by my side. I'm like, fuck off. And uh, she goes to, like, Shoko and, like, kind of pulls her up and, like, dusts her off. And Shoko starts crying and apologizing for her. She's like, ah, oh, Jesus, what did I just say? Like, stop apologizing about my son. He's going to be fine. And then back in their apartment, you see uh, her sister taking out some of the photos she had up of, like, she took a picture of, like, some dead frogs or, like, roadkill. And she's like, maybe if there's less death around, Shoko won't try to kill herself. I was like, oh, this, this is a rough scene. I don't know. I, I was that, very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. That shit it was, it was made me moment. cry. <laughs> That's something and then, that made uh, me cry. Next, another day, Shoko tries to visit uh, Shoya and runs into Steven. And they find out Bitch has been in the room the whole time and blocking Shoko from going in to visit. So Shoko goes out and like talks with Steven a bit more, finding out. He's like, he's my true friend. I can't lose him. He's the only friend I got. And it's just like, oh, you're a pure boy. And he's like, I know uh, Shoya will wake up. Like, don't worry. And uh, Shoko wants to try and... She says she wants to try and rebuild what was destroyed. So she goes to all of their friends that, like, Shoya kind of snapped at and trying to, like, rebuild all the relationships and stuff and try and bring everyone back together. And then we see her waiting outside the hospital for Bitch to come out. And she's waiting there, like, multiple days in a row trying to, you know, mend the fence with her. But she's a bitch. She won't. And uh, she just keeps walking past. And then we see um, Shoko has a dream about... Shoya's suicide note? I'm lost here. The stream was confusing for me. Oh, he's gonna learn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't super clear on that. Uh, but she... That makes more sense. Uh, she wakes up and just starts running down, and she runs to the spot, the bridge where they usually meet up. And uh, she's just crying, and it's like, oh, he's not here. And um, it's right when she gets there, uh, when she's breaking down crying, Shoya wakes up in the hospital, and she's like, oh, what the fuck? What? Oh, God, why am I in a hospital? Fuck this. And he gets out of the bed and just starts uh, walking out of the hospital. Fuck this. He, this hospital's got shit-ass security because a guy just woke up from a coma and just walked right out the door. Where is his nurse? <laughs> yeah, there should be some sort of alarm or security guard of some sort. Hello? And, uh, so he walks to the <laughs> room service. <laughs> he walks down to the bridge <laughs> where they usually meet up. And he's like, oh, no, she's not here. But it's because she's off to the side, like, crying on a little, like, cubby, uh, cubby area. Uh, and when he gets close enough, he sees her, and he breaks down and cries, and they have this like, moment, and she like, pokes him, and kind of is startled. He's like, he's really here, he's awake, and he like met me here. And conversations like, oh, with her, and he didn't mean to hurt her, and he apologized for all the stuff he did as a kid. And she's saying, like, no, it was my fault, I was being selfish, and like everyone's trying to be better because of me, but it's like, I'm not being better for them. And it's just this real, like... I'm not doing it justice. I'm not even going to try like I am. Uh, but it's a you know emotional conversation between the two of them saying, like, basically trying to say, like, they both hate themselves. And they're like, well, we got to work on this because <laughs> so far we both tried to kill ourselves. Shoko doesn't deserve that at all. Yeah, Shoko, nothing is your really. fault. Yeah, none of it's her own. Yeah. All of your friends. <laughs> Everyone. Uh, <laughs> and Shoya says, like, I want, he wants Shoko to teach him how to live. And he kind of gets like, like, oh god, that's very like open and like embarrassing. It's like you guys just almost died. Like it's okay to be open. And then we see uh, Shoya uh, asleep in the car, and his mom's driving him back from the hospital. And when he gets uh, there, Maria's there, like watering the plants outside. She's like, oh Shoya, you died, and hugs him. It's like, god damn it, Maria, you're the best part of this movie. And uh, <laughs> little angel, it's like hiding around the corner. Oh baby, she ducks back around. She's like, oh yeah, she was in your bed, like your hospital room every day, like waiting for you to wake up. And he's like, oh, I guess I should talk to her, even though she's still a bitch. And she goes, and they have a little heart to heart, and she's. Ba- <laughs> Bitch basically says, like, I'm never going to like Shoko. Like, I'm always going to, like, hate her because she's deaf. You won't have a reason. And there's literally no reason. 
And she says, "There is no." She says, "What like, is oh, the by reason, the way, Kazuki? Your old you have done. Believe you in high school. He's the one that pulled you out of the river, like when he fell into. Uh, Don't I told you that? So it's kind of trying to like even still repair his friendship from back then. And then he goes to see, he goes back home, and he sees Shoko's mom's there getting a haircut, and she's like, "Hey, Shoya, sorry again about the whole balcony thing. It's fine. Just stop." And then we see Maria's dad just pop in, like, "Yo, I'm gonna go pick up Maria from the playground." It's like, "Hey, what? What?" Who are you? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Great, it, hi. Hey, nice to meet you. Can we introduce a new character five minutes before this movie ends? Cool, yeah, okay. We see him in like the montage in the beginning, and then now, and nothing in between. It's just like, okay. Yeah. So I, I think he. they say he's like a soldier and he was deployed or something, and he just came back. Um, so uh, Shoyu goes upstairs and he shows his sister. She's like, oh, hey, I won the photo contest. I'm trying to get back to school. I won the contest. I'm bad at school. Can you help me out? He's like, yeah, okay, uh, helps teachers are study and get, uh, getting ready to go back to school. And then he sees uh, those little stick animals that Shoka gave him earlier. Uh, his mom and Maria put them in the garden. He's like, oh, I guess that's what they're supposed to And he meets up with Shoka back at school. He's like, oh, thanks for being here at my school, because she doesn't go to the same. He's like, thanks for being here for me. Uh, and as he walks back into school, he's kind of getting another anxiety attack and getting depressed because everyone's talking about him, whispering, and he's kind of getting overwhelmed. And uh, Shoko, like, pulls him back up. He's like, no, 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 and, like, pulls him by the hand back to his classroom to help him. And, and when he opens the door, everyone's like, oh, Shoyo's back! And then he just shuts it again. He's like, oh, I'm overwhelmed again. And goes into the bathroom to try and, like, get some, catch his breath and, like, breathe. And that's when uh, Steven's there, and he opens the bathroom door. He's just like, my man, I knew you'd be alive. It's just like, oh, what a good boy. <laughs> And uh, he just gets very emotional, like, you're my best friend, and, like, I couldn't, I couldn't have gone on without you, like, you're my only friend. So it's like, oh. And he kind of brings Shoya back to reality and grounded, pulls him out of the bathroom, we see Ron and Hermione there, and, like, everyone kind of, like, rekindling <laughs> stuff, like, yeah, we kind of had a thing on the bridge, but, like, we can go past this. And uh, everyone's there, and uh, Sh- Shoko's there, like, kind of talking still, and then we hear her uh, bitch on the side of the stairwell, like, come walking out, she's like, oh, God, everything's getting so sappy, and they're just like, God, you're Why such an insufferable bitch. And she's like, eh, let me guess. Shoka's going to apologize like she always does. You're a moron. Moron. And that's when Shoka grabs her hand and starts signing what moron is in sign language. She's kind of like, all right, I'm out. And it's, it's, it's nice to see Shoko kind of getting well, no, it's and like letting her. Sh- now now yeah, signed uh, it. Yeah, she signed it wrong, and Shoko was like, hey, moron, this is how you sign moron. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And it was a good, like, comeback, so it's, finally. I think it was supposed to she be. She actually stands up for it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, a redeeming moment for now, being like, yeah. oh, she's learning to sign, that's nice. But it's like, no, the first thing you signed <laughs> oh, okay. to Shoko was just moron, so I don't know. Position, and Shoko was like, oh, that's pretty close to what you're trying to say. Okay, yeah, I thought her hand came okay. similar to what it was, and Shoko was just like, oh, let me fix that for you. But they, the other way you guys described it as makes more sense and is a better scene. Um, anyway, so now that they're all, like, rekindled stuff, they mended the bridges and all the hurt feelings, uh, Shoyu goes out into, like, the festival, like, the courtyard of the school and sees all the stands, and we get shots of all his friends, and everyone's happy, and he gets all emotional. He starts tearing up. Yeah. And that's it. We get another shot of, like, the shape of a voice, which is what the movie opened with. So it's, like, a nice bookend to the op- uh, to the opening. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a silent voice. He accepted Papa bless. people into his life. God bless. So, so. I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. 
So, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's chat, shall we? All right. <laughs> um. So you know how y'all felt about uh, Bitch Girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's how I just felt about Shoya the entire movie. Mm. Just like you, we can't come back from this. I mean, it's. I can see your point of the severity of what he did mm-hmm. was so bad, it's irredeemable. But is that to make the argument that no one is ever redeemable? Like, there is a threshold of irredeemability? That, that is, uh, like, I do believe in redemption, but I feel like, number one, he was feeling ostracized because everyone was like, hey, you fucking suck. You bullied that deaf girl out of school. And also, while we're being critical of you, we also notice you don't make eye contact. But primarily, you are a bully that we do not like or want to interact with. So, setting him up as the victim in the same way as the deaf girl is not a fair comparison. I guess... And should... I guess I never really saw him that way. I never saw him as a victim. Like, yeah, he was bullied, but I was like, Well, I just stayed with fuck him the entire (laughs) movie. In my Um, mind, I was like, It all comes down to, uh, basically... We wouldn't have this movie if yeah. Shoya was any other person that would say, fuck you, as soon as he showed up in high school. Mm. Like, if <laughs> we're all dork-ass losers, if wow. someone who bullied you in elementary or middle school came up to you and just out of the blue didn't say sorry or anything, it was just like, hey, let's hang out, would your immediate first reaction be, Yes, I'm going <laughs> to fully dive into this. No, but I think another thing is that Shoko <laughs> is so naive. Like, she mm-hmm. always wanted to be his friend. So, like, I think just, like, that yes. validation from him. Like, this is a toxic relationship. Yeah. But, like, I think I think that that, re- that validation from him of, like, I want to be your friend now was, like, hell yeah, man. You know what I mean? I think she already had more of an, uh, into, uh, more of a reason to be more accepting than if, like, hey, I got bullied by this asshole in, like, elementary school, and I never wanted to be his friend, and now he wants to be friends? No thanks. Like, she had more of a, uh, a, a goal, or she, they already had a reason to establish that. Yeah. But also, I would say, yeah. uh, with the beginning with Shoyo, with you guys saying, like, he was an asshole, he doesn't deserve to be, uh, redeemed, he deserves to be bullied like he was bullying others. Couldn't you also make the case that that's the same as what bitch girl was doing she's like shoko deserves to be bullied because she's different she deserves it it's justifying it for yourself why you're treating her like this Mm. so if you're saying like he was a bully now he deserves to be bullied it's just another justification for like i'm justifying why bullying is happening i think i mean if we if we uh, want to dissect it yeah yeah i'm I'm not standing by like yes it was right of the school to (laughs) lash out against him it it was the movie saying in high school, now they are on the an even playing field. Mm. That is what I disagreed with. Mm. Okay, because he's ready to kill himself because his high school life is so terrible because of the repercussions of his actions mm. when he was younger. Okay, so it's not so much of yeah, this fucking bully deserves to be bullied. It's uh, because this bully is bullied that does not erase the debt that has been established by him bullying this deaf woman mm. okay yeah yeah i guess i just yeah. saw him getting yeah. bullied as like yeah it's his consequences come up he 
was shitty karma. to someone who couldn't really stand up for themselves, so, force them out yeah. of school and cost them $16,000 in damages, <laughs> and the school was like, you know what, you're not a good person and we're not going to hang out with you. Yeah. That seems valid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full-on bullying is a little much, but... See, I've, I, uh, even when they were kids, I felt it as um, the reason everyone turned on him is because he tried to bring everyone else down when he got in trouble. And they're like, oh, you were trying to get us in trouble, too. Now you're going to get ostracized. Yeah. I think there's just... A lot of it also is, like... Not a lot of it, kids, but there are things to, like... Shitty. Be interpreted in your, in your own mind. Like, that's what it's coming down to right now, is, like, it's we all of, saw... A lot of subtext. We all saw these characters as different people. Yeah. So, like, while, while Ishida Shoya is, like, not likable, I think that because he saw the error of his ways... He is more redeemable than, like, now, because she still hates Shoko for literally no reason. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that brings me to point number two. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, like, with the establishment that uh, uh, Bitch Girl <laughs> is still Bitch Girl uh, outside of elementary school, it sort of leans into... Uh, <laughs> I specifically uh, remember uh, there is a uh, mm. uh, Demi Adjuibe has a parody of the ending song for Green Book, which has a great line that's been stuck in my mind all day. Uh, it says, perspective is the key. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Uh, I just needed to find yeah. someone more ableist than me. Hmm. And that's sort of what now the character was of oh, now we can root for mm. Shoya because we have someone who's even worse. So he's no longer the villain. It's the person who's even worse. Ah, I see what you mean. So establishing, oh, because I was ableist as a child, we can overlook that because uh, she's ableist as an adult. Well, even then, still in high school, so yeah. uh, not even a full adult. Uh, so uh, also yeah, something, something that I just super too. bugged me so much at least twice in this movie someone has told shoko hey life is hard sometimes you just have to deal with it says all of the able-bodied bullies to this bullied deaf woman saying hey life sucks sometimes yeah multiple times so they really tried to hammer that point home that life sucks sometimes and it's like hey no (laughs) you don't get to say that you person who bullied this poor defenseless child (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah everyone had like the best intention but just that such like tone deafness of hey uh you struggle uh just with everyday society uh but me (laughs) a person who has everything i'm gonna tell you life is hard sometimes you just gotta deal with it yeah to the one person who has not been like, visibly affected. The most forgiving person to, like, a Jesus level. <laughs> I would argue the case that there is still... Uh, there's a saying where it's, like, the worst day in someone's life is still the worst day of their life, regardless of the severity of other people's lives. Like, mm-hmm. the worst day a soldier has to face is, you know, much worse in comparison to the worst day of, like, an eight-year-old girl's. But it's still the worst day of their life up to that point. So it's hard to compare. You know, you don't want to make pain and suffering a competition into who's had it worse but it it i think it is much more of a problem with this movie because it's um 
it's the the pain and trouble that Shoko is going through is inflicted upon by the characters like talking about their struggles as well. So it's like you have struggles for other reasons. She has struggles because of mm. you. So I I do think that is um, a fair criticism of this movie. Mm. So it's it's interesting that there's so much subtext and maybe language barrier and mm. miscommunication in a movie about a deaf person and communicating how she feels. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and I I will acknowledge I am very much in the minority because there are only two bad reviews I could find on Rotten Tomatoes of this movie oh, really? and only one I agreed with. Um, hmm. I've heard some people but, uh, not admonishing it, but like saying like there's a reason your name was so much more popular than a silent <laughs> voice. Like I think a, I think a majority of people do mm. say it's a good movie, but I have, I have heard other criticism of it. So yeah. But, like, on Rotten Tomatoes, critic reviews is, like, 92% positive, and audience is 94. And some of the audience ones were like, it's too long, and it's <laughs> and I only like the funny one. Uh, so I, I discredited those things. But, yeah, the one review, uh, it was from The Village Voice. Basically, mm. I agreed with it, saying, hey, uh, they coded the attack on... Uh, 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 Shoko in the classroom when they're elementary school as rape because he's like standing between her legs beating on her so like where why do I care about this kid and like mm-hmm. I I have the same feeling like I don't care about your redemption you don't deserve to kill yourself of course mm-hmm. or be bullied but like no one owes you this forgiveness to to bring in another quote from a show I like, Bojack Horseman, uh, you have to live with the shitty thing you did for the rest of your life. I'm not going to give you closure. So mm-hmm. sort of going in and being like, hey, I want to be friends, woman I tormented, mm-hmm. is putting it all on her to keep being as forgiving as she was as an elementary school kid, which she has every right to say, hey, fuck off. Like her entire family basically did. But she just happened to be the most forgiving one. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could I can agree with some of those points. I think that still would root back in the uh, does no one deserve redemption? And it's up to because she was the victim in uh, the bullying. It's up to her to determine if he deserved to be rede- uh, redeemed. And in this situation, it's based on what the writer wanted. It's not like she's a functioning person. She didn't make her own. So it's just it's a very scripted scenario because it is a movie. Yeah. If it was a real life circumstance, it would be up. To, it would just be up to debate of whether she forgave him or not, and that's it. But because it's a framed yeah. narrative, it's uh, more debatable of like, is this okay or not? Because it's someone chose to do it for her. Mm-hmm. So um, we're also already going along, so I won't get too into it. Yeah, I'll I'll leave it there with. Uh this is a well-intentioned idea, but it sort of leans into boys will be boys uh, as long as they're a good adult, everything's fine. And it's like, mm, that's not great. Yeah, I can see that case. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that'll 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 do it. <laughs> do, do any of you want to end on more positive notes? Because you liked it. No, I'm a, I mean, I'm gonna be real. Like, I just feel defeated. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I, yeah, like, I, I mean, I liked it while I was watching it. And I think every point you made is fair. 
but I don't know. Was, I don't have anything. Oh else god, do Rara flashbacks. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like spend time defending it like you were defending Durarara because yeah, it's again, not like this the, is my favorite anime or anything. The vast majority of people agree <laughs> that this is great, so I, I will gladly retreat and say it wasn't for me <laughs> if <laughs> that's what it comes down to. On a lighter note, mm. next week. <laughs> it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but we're starting up something special. We made it a year. Mm-hmm. We did a full year. So we're not just doing wow. we're not just doing an anniversary episode. We're doing a month special. Well, we are doing an anniversary episode, but it's leading into a marathon. <laughs> yeah, we are we're we're diving into to at least my anime origins. We're gonna watch a whole mess of four kids dubs oh, so for bad. our one year anniversary. Yeah. I can't wait. Our, uh, uh. We, uh, since next week is the official anniversary, it'll just be us celebrating. Uh, uh, but then we're gonna have a whole slew of fun people joining us to talk about uh, some questionable (laughs) bets at best (laughs) so uh next week we're starting off it's also dana's birthday so you picked Mm -hmm. tokyo mew mew yeah i'm excited i haven't seen anything of it in a really (laughs) long time so i know nothing i know nothing about it it seems very pink (laughs) yeah i've also never i've seen like clips of the four kids dub (laughs) But I've never watched the four kids dub, so I'm a little scared. But hey. So yeah, if you have a suggestion for us to get to in like mid-November, because it's gonna be a little bit. It's gonna be a bit. Uh <laughs> reach out to us. Our email is arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. And thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song Stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Bye.